Now I've always been I was going to say anal but I've just uh, said it. I've always been a bit <laughs> It's <laughs> taking a turn. <laughs> Is this the right podcast? No. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tell you right now. And welcome to a special bonus feature of Girls With Goals. I'm joined in studio now by Maria McKenzie, who is the curator of the No Spring Chicken beauty, skincare, all round. Bit of everything, really. Bit of everything. It goes on your face. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Maria, I've been following you for a while. Oh, so you're creepy. Very kind. <laughs> um, so let's go back to the beginning. Tell me about how No Spring Chicken came about in the first place. Okay. Uh, well, I had worked in radio for a very long time and I took a redundancy last year and I had always been obsessed with beauty in some way, shape, or form. Um, mostly makeup, lots mm-hmm. of it on my face, as you can see. I like to dress like a drag queen. <laughs> um, so I was obsessed with it for years and years and years. Ever yeah. since I was young, I did a makeup artistry course when I was about 17 or 18 in okay. Makeup Forever when it first came to Dublin. So I thought I was very cool. And my plan was originally to be a makeup artist. And then I got a job in Today FM 20 odd years ago and said I'd give it six months. And 21 years later, I took a redundancy from it. Wow. So while I was off, I said I'd spend some time with the kids. And um, as much as I love them, they're not great crack. Uh, and <laughs> But you know what I mean? They're, 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 they're 11 and 6. You can't say everything to them and they don't really care about makeup that much. So I said I would give the blog a go um, and, and start it up. And I suppose mainly because I love YouTube and I think I was the only person of my age that loved YouTube. But everyone was like 21, boobs up to here, no lines, absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. And I was like, none of those creams or that makeup looks anything like that on me. Yeah. I could literally bathe in oils 24-7 and I would not get the ass of Kendall Jenner. Okay. So I said, that's it. (laughs) So you saw a gap in the market essentially for maybe a beauty blog that was directed more for people your own age. Yes, yes, pretty much. And I suppose what made me think it was possible was the likes of, you know, Caroline Hirons, Mm -hmm. Nadine Baggett, all of these ladies over in the UK who um, literally are no spring chickens too, but would, I'd started to follow, I found those and I started to follow them and then follow more women kind of in and around their 30s and 40s. And I was like, I see that makes sense. That that works because I know it works on them. It'll work on me. So and I love the kind of no bullshit kind of, you know, attitude. So I said, you know what, I'll give it a lash. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll see. And I, you know, when I went, when I started originally, I um, I thought everyone knows about makeup because I knew everything about makeup and everyone knows about skincare and everyone knows about acids and this, that and the other. But actually, people don't have a clue. No. And it's very daunting because there's all these scientific things out there going, you have to have your acids and your retinols and your vitamin A and all this kind of stuff. And the majority of women are like, what? There's so much information yeah. out there. And the thing is, is that we've we've had uh, bloggers on before and we've had makeup artists and we've had skincare experts as well. So yeah. I do want to talk more about like the acids and the things that you talk about because I sure. actually find them really helpful a little bit later on. But you said there it's daunting for, for people, I think, when they're trying to... Um, maybe understand things or get into it but were you intimidated starting the blog from scratch because I mean like yeah. you you started an Instagram page I'm presuming mm-hmm. or you started the Facebook or the blog first like which was the one you did first I wrote about 10 or 12 pieces for the blog okay. and uh, then I started over kind of a three or four weeks of just talking about them on the Instagram mm. um, on the Instagram oh on, on the Instagram like on the line uh, <laughs> 
you can tell I'm really 43 seriously uh, so, so on the Facebook on the Facebook mm. yes or as a, as a girl I used to work with Grania called it face space so she was obviously very uh, up to date with the uh, with the in things to say um, so yeah I just started to talk about it a couple of times you know said oh look I've just written a little piece and da, da, da. and slowly but surely you know the, the kind of um, the traffic to my website went up and I thought oh people are actually quite interested in what yeah. I'm saying so I started to just you know put things up online and then just do little kind of you know reviews on Instagram and little Instagram stories which was very daunting to start with because you're kind of you know talking to no one and my favourite ones are the ones where you start down here at this angle <laughs> and then you correct yourself and you stop and you come back and you're like Jesus I'm sorry you were looking up my nose there did you see my brains they're my favourite Instagram stories okay. but it, like I've been following the blog over the last course of the year and yeah. it has grown significantly and in terms yeah. of followers like obviously if you're a blogger Instagram does seem to be the place at the moment you know where brands go to find mm. bloggers and where they go to kind of see what's happening yeah. in terms of followers like obviously all of yours is organically grown but are you ever um, are you ever tempted to maybe like buy followers because obviously yeah. that is what works well when you get to work with brands but that's not what you started it for no. originally and it's not and the, the thing about it is, is this this isn't how I earn my money mm. um, this isn't you know I can turn into a business eventually fantastic but this for me is a passionate project yeah. so uh, no I haven't been tempted uh, to buy followers but I've been really lucky yeah. because I worked in Today FM for years um, I have had amazing support from the women who worked there who are a lot more high profile than me so Mairead Ronan mm. uh, Paul McSweeney Louise Duffy every time they mention me I get hundreds and hundreds of followers yeah. and that's I think for me I've been so lucky of how it's grown so right. um, I've never really been tempted to kind of just add on for the sake of it because it's it's not real engagement anyway yeah. like you're just fooling people and it's and you can you know see I, mean? I think it's, like it's you can so see silly. by the amount of engagement you get on each post and I actually think that yeah. brands are starting to look at that a little yeah. bit more now than looking at just the amount of followers that people have Yeah. so how active are you then on like a weekly basis do you have a plan do you plan out your week in terms of what you're going to give to your followers in terms of content? I'm a little bit of a last minute Nelly. I mm -hmm. don't I don't like just wake up and go crap I have to put something up today but yeah. I will kind of think okay that's the, for tomorrow and that's for the next day. I know people who will plan for weeks in advance. That's not me because I'm easily distracted and suddenly I might go oh look at that that's pretty and suddenly I'm talking about it. Yeah. So Magpie. I'm, yeah. Oh a total mm. magpie. And I know with this algorithm in Instagram it's really really hard at the moment. It keeps changing so okay. you know you're just kind of, Maria just put algorithm in inverted yes. commas. This is a podcast <laughs> I have to talk them through it, Maria. Okay. I have to talk them through okay. it. Okay, well, Instagram used to, when say, for example, I'm following 50 people mm -hmm. and you post something at nine in the morning and I come on at nine in the morning, I'll see your post. Yeah. I won't see it now unless I'm constantly interacting with you in some way, shape or form. So okay. I'm either liking your uh, pictures or I'm commenting. So Instagram basically only shows you what they think you want to see. Okay. So even though I might have, I've like, say, six and a half thousand followers, they won't all see something that I've put up at 10 in the morning just because I happen to put it on 10 in the morning and they're on at that time. They'll only see it if they're actually interacting with me. Wow. So you need interaction, you need likes, you need comments, you need all of that to get yourself further up the algorithm so you're seen by more people. Oh my God, that sounds competitive. It's really, really competitive. Mm. So you are constantly having to look at 
how to, um, I suppose, put it up at the right time um, make sure that when you do put it up, that if people are commenting, you're answering them back fairly quickly because that moves you up the algorithm. Mm. Um, little videos also move you up the algorithm. There's a new thing now on Instagram that um, if you don't have at least one video a week on your feed, and you, your get, grid. you get pushed down. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's constantly changing. And they're, that's just, I know, it's nuts. That's just the way they do it. Why? Are they just assholes or what's the crack with Instagram? Yeah, well, they claim that they want to be showing people stuff that they actually really want to see. Gotcha. So if I say, for example, I always like or comment maybe on your post. Mm-hmm. So you will always be in my top feed. Okay. But I might ha- be following somebody and I may not have seen something for a month from yeah. them. But that's because I haven't seen them. So I haven't been interacting with them. So it's actually really hard to get the right balance of when you should post, when you should comment and where you can move yourself up to be seen by other people. So, wow. yeah, but I do. I would do sponsored posts. So I'll always put in, um, I use my 30 hashtags as well, you know, mm-hmm. the 30 hashtag thing. No, I don't know what that is. So basically, um, you are allowed up to 30 hashtags on any one post. If okay. you try and do any more, it'll throw you out as spam. So you have to just limit yourself to 30 hashtags. Are you talking about on the on the grid? On the grid. Okay. So if I'm on the grid and I put something up this morning saying, ooh, amazing lipstick, mm. and I'll put my little notes on the underneath, mm-hmm. on the comment section, I will do 30 hashtags. Hashtag lipstick, hashtag makeup, hashtag over 40 makeup. And that really helps. Really helps. In a second comment. In a second comment. because Learning. You, if you put it in the first comment, they'll treat you as spam. So you put it in the second comment. Yeah, no, I know. Or, or sorry, you put it in the, the comment underneath. You don't, very rarely should you put your hashtags in your actual um, you know the bit that you write in yeah. the little comment because okay. it just looks at it and sees a load of hashtags and Instagram goes spam no way but if you put it underneath it will still link but it won't look like spam wow yeah so you use your 30 hashtags um, and at the start I thought God, is that an awful lot but then someone said to me well put it this way if somebody gave you 30 tickets to win the lotto you'd take all 30 wouldn't absolutely. you absolutely so it's and so they want 30 hashtags is mm. that or that that's a max that you can use that's the max you can use and I think you should use them because now they have a feature where you can follow hashtags okay and brands will go in and look for certain hashtags. Ah, gotcha. So if they go in and they're looking for somebody say over 40, they'll look at hashtag over 40 and then everything that comes up there yeah. will will appear um, in that feed. I'm so. learning so much, <laughs> but I want to I want to learn more about uh, skincare. So a lot mm. of our a lot of our readers of her.ie are in the 18 to 34 age bracket. So yes. that's um that's us. So tell us Not me, I'm older than that. <laughs> but 18 to 34 is what kind of like our listeners and readers yeah. Are that's what we know. So, what would you say to them about their skin during that age? As in, what age do you think is the best age to start maybe anti-aging preventative measures and things like this? Prevention is always better. Prevention, than cure. yeah. Um, do you know what? When it comes to your skin for a start, sunblock is a is a given every mm-hmm. day, morning, noon, night. Doesn't matter if it's raining, if it's snowing, if it's no, cloudy. I hear, I hear this a lot, Maria. And are yeah. you talking about like when I'm beside the pool and I lash on a bit of sun cream? Like, are we talking that on our face before we put our makeup on? No. Okay. No. Um, because you'd literally be going around with a white cast on your face and look a bit ridiculous. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not too different. And the, the science behind it, mm. um, it has got a lot better. So you can literally buy little ones for your face, which are very thin. They'll sit under makeup. Um, like, for example, you will see um, the majority of makeups have factor 15 in them. And you will see that. Yeah. But for those to work, you need a teaspoon of those to go on your face to give you enough coverage. So if you think about putting a full teaspoon of foundation on your face, that's an awful lot yeah. to cover your skin. It so is. you do need something underneath. Right. Um, now, I've always been 
I was going to say anal, but I've just uh, said it. I've always been a bit. <laughs> it's <laughs> taking a turn. <laughs> Is this the right podcast? No. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tell you right now. I've always been very strict with myself <laughs> when it comes to. I'm leaving that in. One <laughs> hundo. Wonderful. Mm. Uh, when it comes to uh, sun cream, like I lived in Greece for three months, okay. and I was there for two months, and people would get off the boat going, "Oh, have you just arrived?" Because I was Snow White, okay. and this was at seventeen, eighteen. Hey, I hate the sun. Yeah, I, I, I just don't. Mm. I, it's not for me. I don't mm. like sitting in it. Nothing. I tried fake tans, but I'm not really good at them, so I don't bother. Um, so I've always been, you know really particular about putting on fake tan but even I went and got um, or not fake tan sorry sun cream so I even went and got one of those you know when you stick your face in and it's like and I thought there'd be no sun damage here sure I've been wearing hats in factor 50 for years and there was a lot of sun damage really yeah because like during the winter time when I was younger you wouldn't think of putting it on no yeah um, but it is the number one cause of ageing they say if you didn't if you wore sunscreen from the day you were born when you were 70 you would look 30 no yeah because it is actually the majority of wrinkles lines and the deter- deterioration of your skin is completely down to the sun wow so it's it's wear sunscreen so that is from day you know the minute you get your pocket money go and get yourself some sunscreen if you're 17 or 18 yeah um, um, and I just think wear that throughout so and, that's, and what was that's the age that you really saw a difference in your skin like because I don't have any I've said this before and yeah. there's no point in lying I don't have any skincare routine. I literally don't. But I'm beautiful skin, though. Well, thank you. I have a lot of makeup on, but I'm (laughs) I'm 31, and I do know that I need to start like doing it more. Um, But like, was there a certain age that you were like, okay, I'm going to need to really kind of start taking care of my skin, or did you you always had a passion for it, so you always did it? I always did it. Yeah. No, I always did it. Like I was the 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 20 year old coming home drunk and cleansing, toning and moisturizing is what you did back then, and you know with the Clinique one, which was literally like the acid stripping your skin because it wasn't that, you yeah. know, it wasn't that great uh, it's a bit of soap and water yeah. oh. I'm sorry oh sweet lord <laughs> I know a friend of mine said she was using up her uh, f- her uh, her husband's uh, shower gel on her face I was like ah, yeah. it's upsetting me you only have one face done my best, um, but yeah no I've, I've I suppose I upped the ante a few years ago okay. and I started to when I started to read about retinols right Retinols, lactic acids, glycolic acids, all of these. People uh, talk about retinols as if it's gold dust. Is that the stuff that you want? Yeah. And it's really expensive. Yeah. Mm. There there was a BBC programme there a few months ago and it was talking about beauty and uh, you'd probably be able to get it on... back on player but basically they said the only two things that are really any good when it comes to um, doing something for your skin that's active is retinol and SPF because SPF will protect and retinol is the only thing that can get deeper into the layers so yeah. it's not just you know surface so mm-hmm. your moisturiser will moisturise your top layer of your skin and all that kind of stuff um, but when it comes to retinols retinols get in there and they literally straighten out the, the wrinkles for want wow. of a better word so they're they're the things to be and vitamin A is what retinol is so they're the ingredients to be looking for so I want to ask you about um, face massages right because yes. sometimes I hop on Instagram after a long day and you are going at your face and I have no <laughs> idea with your hands that you said with face <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're doing and I don't know what the purpose is but I'm enthralled uh-huh. by it so basically like I mean I know this is a podcast but like yeah. Maria does be like like just going attacking at attacking my face yeah, yeah with your hands yes so, knuckles yeah knuckles. Ma- slapping so myself around what are you doing why and uh, t- show me how to do it okay <laughs> so basically um, oh god if you ever go to the UK if you ever go to London go into Selfridges and go to Face Gym and they pummel your face. There's a gym and for your face. It's called face gym. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. They pummel your face and they use these instruments that probably are not 
necessarily for your face but they definitely work Okay, and they literally she did one side of my face just to prove it and I swear not not a word of a lie my, my whole face was lifted Okay, so basically if you think about it like we all <laughs> I obviously talk a lot we all talk and ah. we're using these muscles mm-hmm. but when you think about it you're not using all around your cheeks and you're not really kind of moving here in a real kind of uh, aggressive way that it's it's like any muscle. Yeah, your your face is full of muscles. I think there's forty odd muscles in your face, and mm-hmm. you're, you're not using them all the time. So a facial massage does <laughs> says with the knuckle is excuse me. If you basically, I'm gonna film this. Go on. Okay. Uh, so if you basically clean your face, double cleanse, double cleanse, double cleanse, mm-hmm. and then get some sort of facial oil, yeah. put it all over your skin, and just start working from the kind of the neck area up and the, the chin, and knead in here. Yeah. And get your knuckles in there and rub and pull everything up. So what you're doing is you've got all these little lymph nodes along here that get puffy. And what you want to be able to do is drain them. So, you know, when you sometimes if you eat too much salt, drink too much wine, you kind of. Yeah. If you literally you think about it, you're working them out like that. Get your knuckles in and push everything up. It hurts my knees, Apple. Your knees. <laughs> well, you're not to attack that area. Okay. It's more around the kind, of, it's more around the kind of fattier part than okay. attacking your own Adam's apple. Um, all around the eyes, um, literally go across like this with your fingers, and you can really feel the difference. Like, oh, are you yeah. you're releasing that? It's like releasing tension. It's releasing kind of toxins, and then you go down the neck to drain them all away. Yeah. Um, and I noticed a big difference in my skin, and I found my skincare worked better, and I just found that. Um, it, it just works. It just works for me. And I've, how often do you do that? I do it every night, not aggressively. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Your it's, husband is a man. <laughs> he's just like, oh, yeah, she'll be down in 45 minutes. She's gone to take her makeup off. Uh, so <laughs> I will always put it up. Like if I'm cleansing my skin, I'll probably do my slur water, get rid of the makeup and then I'll use a nice balm. And mm-hmm. while I'm rubbing that in, I'll spend five or six minutes just... Right. Bleh. Like sitting in front of the TV even, yeah. that's when you have to do it. Oh so. yeah, I'll sit in front of the TV and I'll sit with oils and I'll literally, I'll be slipping and sliding all over the place and <laughs> my face, but I just, just get stuck in there. And what's that mask that you put on where you look like the guy from Silence of the Lambs? Ah uh, yes, that this is... This is the one that's like, oh no, sorry, you look like the guy from the Iron Mask movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes, or Magic Mike. Or, yeah. um, what or Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man, yeah. Well, I was going with Magic Mike, but like anyway. <laughs> there's a light coming out of it. Yeah. And you just, like your That's children like, must be terrified. Oh, yeah, no, they're, they they literally, they come, oh, they're like, mom, there's people in the house. I'm like, what? Because I'm constantly answering the door with some random mask on my face. Yeah. And the kids are like, uh, so what's the one that's like um, proper like a proper mask with like light reverberating in? That is LED light and okay. that is the Neutrogena um LED light mask. Oh my gosh. I literally finished it last week and I'm going to do a review on it. Oh fantastic. But it is basically it is a blue and a pink light. Yeah. uh, One that fights bacteria so it's good if you are prone to acne. Yeah. And one that fights lines. You're laughing. I just you look hilarious. If you're not if if you don't follow Maria go on and look at it and I can't wait for the review. I hope can you wear the mask while you do the review? I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, That's not a problem. Now the the battery's dead in it because I've used it up. But I'll get another one and I'll put it on because it needs to be seen to be believed. Yeah. Um, but, but what I found is <laughs> there was a funny I think it was a Wednesday or something I just went on I was like what is this woman doing today <laughs> just sticking a random mask on my face um, but it literally looks like I'm going into kind of just drill things yeah, it's like it looks yeah. a bit crazy but that's it it's like the one of the things that welders wear that's it that's yes, it yeah. yes the welding mask yeah um, so this basically <laughs> attacks 
bad bacteria in okay. your skin and redness and inflammation. So what I found was really good. So you literally put it on. It lasts for 10 minutes. You take it off. It's 30 goes. And then you can you can refill the battery or whatever, which I will do, because what I found is I get red around the nose. OK and a little bit on the cheek area. It's not rosacea as such, but it's just that kind of redness in yeah. my skin. But when I used it uh, for two or three days afterwards, it would just be gone. Mm. Now, it's not obviously salon grade. You can get salons. You can go to the salon for 200 quid and you can lie there with like supersonic lights on you for like an hour or so. But this is just one that you can try at home. But no, I actually, I really enjoyed it. And what about, before I let you go, because I want to ask you uh, two more questions yes. and then I've got to let you go. So what about cosmetic procedures? Are you for, are you against in terms of the way that they make your skin? look I'm against nothing I would try anything and really? I have thought about Botox and the only reason I don't is I'm afraid I, I'm very kind of expressive with mm. my face um, and I just have a feeling then I'd you know have like yeah. dead eyes like shark eyes and but then you, a mouth you do moving know all that the time all, you do know that all of these people on those YouTube channels and stuff like they have fillers and Botox oh, yeah. and everything and that's why the makeup goes on so beautifully yes. and that's why it looks like they are under a filter because mm. essentially they are but yeah. like you know I mean you are more of the mindset of like, you know, taking care of your skin in yeah. order to maybe avoid those types of things. Yeah, well, the, the main thing for me, and it's, it's something I've talked about, just started talking about, is that I want to get rid of that kind of anti-aging because if we all you know we all know that aging is a privilege and that's, mm. it's not something that you should be anti. But replace it with age well. Yeah. Because I want to age well. I, I, I love getting older. I love every birthday. It's all about me. Uh, so it's very exciting. But um, I want to age well. So, you know, I say I'm 43. I want people to go, oh, you look well for 43. Yeah. Not, oh, you look it. Yeah. Uh, but that's just that's just me, you know, each to their own. Um, and that's the whole point. I think women should be able to either go to the shops with full face of makeup. I want to look like Joan Collins when I'm 75. Amazing. Somebody else doesn't. Mm. Uh, you don't want to wear makeup. That's completely up to you. But I want to age well rather okay. than anti-aging. And, um, you know, know if a bit of Botox down the road I've thought about it but it's not I don't feel I'm there yet yeah um I've had like a, an acid peel where I've had like you know acids put in my skin and my skin peeled a little bit it was fine but I most of the stuff I feel there's such high grade stuff you can get in yeah. you know good quality places like Space and Gain called Beauty Fetch Beauty that you don't necessarily need to go and get treatments unless you really want something like an old therapy which mm. is you know, a couple of grand to get right down into the, the muscles and stuff Aging and change well. them. I like that. Aging well. That's age well. Age well. As opposed to anti-age. Exactly. Because you can't stop it. No. It's coming. No, it's coming and there's nothing you can do about it no matter yeah. what you do but I would rather just age well than try and um, fight the aging process because that ain't working. So no spring chicken. What are yes. your hopes for the blog in the future say five years down the line? Uh, well, hopefully people are still interested in seeing what the hell I'm saying. Um, but I would like, I suppose, I, I just love the idea of more people coming on board of my age. Like a couple of people have been in touch with me going, God, I've thought about doing it. But I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in my 30s and yeah. it's a space for young people. I'm like, just give it a go. Yeah. Like give it a lash. And it's, you know, it's just the world's getting so smaller now. And yeah. everybody wants to know, like, you know, you've got to make a bag there. I'll rip it off your hands and I'll have a root in it. Yeah. I love knowing what's in other people's makeup bags. Yeah, but like, I don't think I don't think it is just for young people. Do you know what no, I mean? Like my not. mother sets up a new Instagram account every week because she keeps forgetting her password. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there are people yeah. are on yeah. Instagram. There's definitely like I think the fact that you saw maybe a gap in the market for people who are slightly, slightly older. Yeah. But it's still very much about 
self-care and skincare and beauty mm. and stuff like that like it's not always about Kendall Jenner's ass it's just no, not you know no. and I have 16 and 17 year olds yeah um, because you know you go into your demographics and my average age is 32 I think the majority are between 25 and 44 yeah but I do have 16 and 17 year olds and I do have you know young ones commenting going oh god a couple of spots can you help or whatever yeah. now I'm not a dermatologist I always say that mm-hmm. but I do research the crap out of everything that I put on my yeah. face and that I would recommend to anyone and I won't talk about anything that I wouldn't buy myself like yeah. every single thing I talk about I have bought myself because if I wouldn't buy it I'm not going to talk about something and say to somebody oh yeah that's that's a beautiful cream I've never used it but they paid yeah. me 500 quid to talk about it because that's just crap Yeah. like the whole point of this is like sitting with your mates and saying you know what's what's in your makeup is that any use because that's what you do when you're exactly. you know, getting ready with your friends to have yeah. a night out or whatever like well that's that. why that's why I like your blog because it is very much like a friendly space it's not like people you're not talking to us you're very much talking at us sometimes from very interesting angles and with <laughs> Iron Man masks on but I love it it's very good yeah, I love the interaction though because like, yeah. I have I probably talk to people on Instagram more than I do my own friends oh my god Maria I it's was watching you one night and somebody somebody joined your live Shauna yes <laughs> Shane's laugh uh, it was the funniest thing I was watching you do were you doing makeup I was putting my makeup on you were putting yeah. your makeup on She's and then all of a sudden there was this woman on Shauna and it was the most funniest thing I've ever uh, seen I don't know how many people are watching it but I had to go and I had to leave but it was gas uh, like that I kind of thing she again. was just watching and then all of a sudden she, I didn't even know you could do that yeah uh, it was the first time I'd done it because she messaged me she's like oh she said something smart arts. and I was like alright so I think she was hung over or something she was hung over yeah. 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 Oh man, it was and very then, funny. And then we'd Ray Foley commenting as well, of course, going, "This is riveting." Yeah. I was like, "Thanks, Ray." Um. So yeah, though, but they're uh, yeah, no, it's all. But a that's bit of the fun. kind of thing. So it's yeah. obviously about building a community and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's what I want more of, and yeah. that just you know people don't feel that they can't be on that space or get involved in it because maybe they don't look a certain way or they're a bit older or whatever yeah. it is. So it's just to kind of grow that kind of network I'd like to see. You know? Can I join one of your videos one time? Yeah, anytime. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'll come on and do my soap and water routine and give you a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. That'd be good. Thank you so much for joining us oh, on the podcast this me. week. Maria McKenzie, No Spring Chicken. Go check her out. She's gas. <laughs> 